Hello, this is Pastor Bob Gray. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast here at Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview. I trust the services will be a blessing to you. If I can do anything for you, please let me know. You can find our information on the website at ebclongview.com. Let's go right into the services of Emmanuel Baptist Church. Enjoy God's Word. Our church is getting ready. We've already been through so much. Unbeknownst to our church and unbeknownst to our family, there are heartaches that have been on the back burner for some people in our church. They are private heartaches. They are things that people have come in and said, Pastor, this is going on in my life. And, and I've encouraged everyone who's going through things to take a chance on our church family. I knew this was the message for this evening, and it was confirmed by Johnny Ospina and I. We're talking on the phone this, this past week, and we concluded what, what we had originally started to talk about. And he asked me a question, and, and I knew this was the right verse. I'm not going to be but 10 minutes, but church, I, I want us to know that there's a reason why God puts you in the people's lives that are sitting around you. There's a reason why God chose for you to be a member of the church you're a member of. There's a reason why God chose for you to know people and interact with people. And my heart is just breaking as a pastor. But the greatest relationship I share with you is not that of pastor. The greatest relationship I share with you is that of a brother in Christ. It's not pastor. The greatest relationship I share with those who work here is not boss. The greatest relationship I share is I'm your brother. And as brothers and sisters in Christ, there's a verse that is so, so apropos that we're going to look at Ecclesiastes 4.1. If you'll just take the time to go there. My 10 minutes do not start until after I pray. In fact, I'm going to bypass. I have 10 pages of notes. I'm going to bypass eight of them. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, so I returned. This is the aged Solomon now. This is the second Proverbs, if you will. So I returned and considered all the oppression that are done under the sun. And would you look at this here? And behold the tears of such as were oppressed. But would you look at the next phrase? And they had no comforter. That's amazing to me. The tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter. Um, the title tonight, No One Should Cry Alone. No one should cry alone. No one should ever have to go and cry alone. In fact, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, it is amazing to me. 
where it falls at. And I do believe that I'm struggling with my voice right now, but I do truly believe that it's of the Lord that it's giving out very quickly. It is, it is amazing to me how that Ecclesiastes chapter 4 comes on the heels of Ecclesiastes chapter 3. It is the famous set of verses, if you'll go back to verse number 1, to everything there is a season. And a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. You say, Pastor, when are you going to pray so we can start the clock? Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, <laughs> Heavenly Father I really did forget. I shouldn't have. Forgive me. But Lord, I pray that you would just bring us closer as a family tonight. And Lord, just help us, please. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep. A time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. These are not necessarily times that we need to plan, but these are times that are already planned for us. In your life and in my life, there will be the mountaintop seasons. This is clearly stated here these times we will be at the mountaintop of a birth the mountaintop of planning the mountaintop of healing the mountaintop of construction the mountaintop of laughter the mountaintop of dancing the mountaintop of gathering the mountaintop of embracing the mountaintop of getting the mountaintop of keeping the mountaintop of sowing the mountaintop of speaking the mountaintop of love and the mountaintop of peace but just like there has to be and there will be in your life mountaintops there also will be in your life valleys but the writer of Ecclesiastes chapter 4 did not tell us about the gathering or or if I should say what happens with the crowd on the mountaintops it does not talk about this it only talks about in chapter 4 it talks about the low times the oppression if you will Ecclesiastes chapter 4 so I returned and considered all the oppression I considered all the death I considered all the plucking up I considered all the killing I considered all the breaking down I considered all the weeping I considered all the mourning I considered all the casting away I considered all the refraining from embracing. I considered all the losing. I considered all the casting away. I considered all the rending. I considered all the silence. I considered all the hatred. I considered all the war. And when I considered this, there were the tears of those that were oppressed, but there was no one to comfort those who were oppressed. 
the darkest day in anybody's life is when they receive news and when they come to a time in their life that it has all fallen apart. And there's no one to cry with them. Church, we can become so disconnected in the valleys. And we can become so disconnected that we don't want anybody to feel like we're bothering them by taking our oppression and putting it in their lap. Brother Johnny Ospina asked me a question. We've been friends for years. And, and he said, Pastor, if you ever needed me, would you call? Pastor, if, if you ever needed and what he was saying was this, Pastor, if you get to that point to where you just needed somebody, would you call me? You know, my first thought was, hmm, I don't know. He could hear it in my voice. Because if I did call, that's a sign of weakness. If I did share, that's a sign of I can't handle my problems. Please listen to this. Everybody at some point goes through situations and the loneliest, most vulnerable time you'll ever have in your Christian life is when nobody's there to catch your tears. The hardest thing a husband ever does is stay strong and not show weakness. The Bible is very clear here that in verse number 8, Ecclesiastes is so insightful. It's an old man giving wisdom to past vanities where Proverbs is a father giving wisdom to a future life of a son. Look at Ecclesiastes 4, 7. Then I returned and I saw vanity under the sun. There is, it's a continuation here, there is one alone and there is not a second. Yea, he hath neither child nor brother, yet is there no end of all his labor. Neither is his eye satisfied with riches, neither saith he, for whom do I labor and bereave my soul of good? This is also vanity. Yea, it is a sore travail. Look at this. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellows. But woe to him that is alone. Would you look at this? But woe to him that is alone when he falleth. For he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And I would trust that you would respect the sacredness of what I've just read and not snicker at what the world would try to read into it. Y'all, please listen to me. An old man said, I've seen it all. I've been everywhere. And Solomon, this man who, who could write the book on success, knew what it was like to be empty. And he said, when the tears came, there was no one. 
I'm going to say two things as I close. I think the first thing I would tell you, and this is so unusual for me because I am not good going off script. But I would tell you two things. Number one, take a chance on the people around you that they want to cry with you. Take a chance. Do not think that people will not understand. Do not think that someone will think you're weak. Teenagers, if you could learn now to let somebody cry with you, you will save yourself a lot of lonely nights. How many adults could raise your hand and say, Pastor, that's so true. God has given you a mom and a dad. And I know that you want to be mature. I know that you want to be old. I know that you want to be all put together. But there's something about heartache, oppression, that you just don't know what to do. I would say take a chance on those around you. Husbands, take a chance that your wife will weep with you. Wives, take a chance that your husband will weep with you. Men, take a chance that another man will weep with you. Ladies, I know you've mastered the art of being transparent, but have you mastered the art of weeping with someone else to where you don't use it as a place to gossip, but you've used it as a place to weep? Bear ye one another burdens. The second thing I would like to tell you is that it is so Christ-like to be alone. This is Christ-like. You say, Pastor, I feel like that every time I go through a valley, I feel so alone. Would you go to Psalms chapter 69? Psalms chapter 69, verse 20. I preached several weeks ago about the fact that Christ not only took away our sins on Calvary, but he took away the loneliness on Calvary. He took away this being forsaken. He never wanted us to be this way. But I'll come back to you and tell you this, that he did the same thing when it comes to the darkness. We've got to get over the fact that darkness in a Christian's life means that you are inferior. Listen, darkness does not mean you're inferior Darkness means you're normal. You're just normal. But the beautiful thing about having a brother and sister in Christ, and I would hope that the sacredness of what I'm trying to say tonight would be so transparent that the Holy Spirit would help us to understand that if somebody did show up in your world and they just said, can I talk, that you would count it such an honor for someone to take that season of their life, and I would hope, could I be this transparent? I would hope it would not be a talking point for the next gathering. I hope it would be a time to where you would say, I'll cry with you. No one should cry alone. No one. But at the point you think to yourself, is this Christ-like? 
Look at Psalm 69, verse 20. It is foretelling, reproach hath broken my heart. And I am full of heaviness. And I looked for some to take pity, but there was none. Look at this. And for comforters, but I found none. Verse 21, this is our Savior. This is foretelling of our Savior. And they, verse 21, they gave me also gall for my meat, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. This was a narcotic. They gave him this on the cross because it was the narcotic of the day. And they would give him this narcotic, but as soon as he would taste of this, the Bible says he would not partake of it, and here's why. He wanted to know our pain at the darkness of what we have. He didn't want to be high on dope. He wanted to know it. He said this, and I find it very interesting, and I should not. I should not find it shocking that he said, for comforters I found none. If you would go to John chapter 14. No one should cry alone. No one. No one, did you hear that? No one should cry alone. That's why when you come to church, please do not sit in your seat and not interact with people. Get up and shake people's hands because somebody's looking for somebody that they could call. And by the way, never say statements that would call somebody to go, I don't want to bother them. I, I don't, people should feel like they would never be a bother. Would you look at John 14? And I will pray the Father. And he shall give you, what please? Another comforter. That he may abide with you, what please? Forever. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. Musicians, if you'll come please, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I said unto you. But when the Comforter is come, verse 20, John 15, 26, I'm sorry, go to John 15, 26. Y'all looking at verse 17, going, man, my Bible's not reading like your Bible. Go to John 15, 26. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. John 16 and verse number 7. John 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. May I read you the verse again? So I returned and considered all the oppression that are done under the sun. And behold, the tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter. All of us. All of us. Know what it's like to cry. All of us. Sitting on the back burner of the kitchen of our church. Are a lot of heartaches getting ready to be rolled out. 
I don't get it. And I don't understand it. But I'm begging you to not become so private that you don't have someone there to cry with you. Love each other. Be careful about the words you say to each other. Because those words just may shut down somebody's next step to come and say, can I talk to you? You say, Pastor, do you want to know every conversation that takes place? Absolutely not. I'm not your priest. I'm just your pastor. And men, develop those kind of friendships. Ladies, develop those kind of friendships. Teenagers, develop those kind of friendships. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast of the sermons from Emmanuel Baptist Church of Longview. We trust that the sermons and God's word was a blessing to you and yours. Please visit us at ebclongview.com. If we can do anything for you, please let us know. Have a great day.